morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Life Spring. If you guys can hear me in your cars, can you give me a quick honk real quick? I just want to make sure. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Feel the love. I feel the love. So I'll let you guys know our service will be a little bit longer today. Not much longer, but a little bit longer. But if you do need to use their bathroom, uh, we do have a bathroom available to you for emergencies. And you can go through the front doors, not these back doors here, but the front doors of the church. And they'll let you in for that. If you are seated in the lawn, which nobody is seated in the lawn, um, I guess nobody wants to get rained on. That's going to be great. Oh, thanks, Braden. Thank you, Braden. Anybody seated in the lawn, we just got to remain six feet apart at all times. For those of you tailgating, the same rules apply. Six feet apart, please. Remember, no honking during the service. If you are hot or you're cold and you need to uh, run your heater, you can turn on your car, no problems at all. If you want to roll down your windows, go right ahead. We would love to pray for you guys this morning. If you guys um, need prayer, if we would love to pray for you. We have a part in our service where we pray for you live. You can guys just text your prayers to 253. 896-5433. That is 253-896-5433. Send your prayers and we would love to pray for you. Um, we want to pray for you guys today. Be sure to send your prayers, please. Everybody here, we need to pray, right? There's a lot going on today. There's a lot happening in our lives. We need to pray for our community. So before we get started with worship, though, we're going to go ahead and open up in prayer. Father God, we're just so grateful right now just to be here on this beautiful day. Yes, it is a beautiful day. It is raining, but this is the Northwest, and so that is a beautiful day, Lord. We just invite your presence to this field, invite your presence into our cars, invite your presence into our homes right now. For those of you that's watching online, speak to us this morning. Speak to us, God. You are an amazing God. Well, we just want you to speak to us today. We want to give you all praise this morning and all glory. We love you so much. In your son's name we pray. Amen.
Well, good morning. Good morning, LifeSpring. Good morning to everyone joining us today on Facebook. Uh, we are so glad that you decided to join us today. Um, if you're watching online, and uh, just feel free to share on your timeline or press that share button so your friends and your family can join us too. Um, I've got a couple announcements for everyone though. Our first announcement is that our life groups are continuing right now um, on Zoom. So if you haven't already joined a life group on Zoom or joined one of our women's or men's Zoom meetings, um, you can go to our website, lifespringfs.com, and get all the info there. Um, if you're interested about life groups, maybe you attended one uh, months and months ago and uh, you want to get back to that connection and get back to seeing those people weekly, um, we're doing those over Zoom. Speaking of Zoom, um, I would like to invite up Laura Ranow. So, Miss Laura Ranow, if you would come up right now, I don't, she's not listening to me, which is funny, but she'll come up. We'll get there. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Laura is like Zoom pro. If Laura were to get her degree in anything right now, it would be Zoom meetings, setting them up, solving problems, teaching people how to do it. Um, and she has served so graciously, um, all volunteer based in what she's done with Zoom. And we just want to appreciate her, um, especially with our women's Zoom meetings, the way that she set these up every single week and uh, just with joy in her heart and a full, generous spirit. So we have a little sash for Laura, because Laura is the Zoom queen. I am so excited right now. Never we, had we, a we, bestow, sash. we bestow this sash upon you. Thank you. You're very welcome. appreciate you so much. Your work that you have put into this is not unnoticed. Um, the work that you put into it with Becca and the way that you've done this at your job, but also with church is not unnoticed. Um, and we are just so lucky to have you and so blessed to have you. So you're amazing. We love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, give it up for Laura. She's amazing, right? Oh, we love her. Um, our next announcement is that Next Level classes are continuing. So this Sunday, we're taking a break, so don't need to hop on tonight. Spend some time with your family. But next Sunday, we're going to start a brand new class. Uh, Pete Wilmot's going to be the teacher, and he's teaching God's plan for his people. Um, I don't know if you know this, but his people is you. You are God's people. And so I'm so excited to start that class that Sunday night. Again, if you have any questions on how to access these classes or these life groups or these Zoom meetings, you can just head to our website, lifespringfs.com. You can sign up there, get any information you need for that. Today, we'll also be partaking in communion. So if you're at home watching on Facebook, make sure to run to your kitchen and grab whatever you need to take communion. Um, doesn't have to be the little styrofoam cracker that we're taking here um, at church, but Make sure that you gather your items for communion if you're at home. And then finally, uh, we do have four ways to give uh, for our offering. You guys have been so faithful in giving during this time, and it's really um, blessed our church, and I hope you see that. I hope you see that well. Uh, the four ways to give are online at our website. Again, that's lifespringfs.com. Probably the easiest way to give, very user-friendly. Just hit the Give tab on our website. You can also mail it in at our P.O. box, and you can text the number 84321, and then just enter the amount that you would like to give. And then also, if you prefer to give 
um, in person while you're here in your car, we will have an offering basket as you exit and you can give there. So I just like to pray over uh, that offering. Lord, I'm so thankful that um, you have bestowed in us uh, the ability to give and to give out of a generous heart um, with our time and our service and our, our thoughts and our prayers, but also with our money, Lord. And I just pray that you would take um, take that offering and you would multiply it and, and use it for your good and your glory. Thank you so much, Jesus. Well, at this time, um, I'd like to invite up Pastor Dan and our new intern, Josiah Bozich. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for coming out on uh, such a sunshiny and bright day. Uh, praise the Lord for the sun, S-O-N, who is shining <laughs> all the time. God is good. Hey, uh, I've been a pastor, uh, as the senior pastor here for eight years, been here for 11 years, which is crazy to think about. But in that time, we've always had a summer intern or summer interns. It's fun to see uh, many of my interns still uh, working here at the church, others serving really all over uh, the country. But this summer, we have a new intern. His name is Josiah Bozich. I'm so thankful to have Josiah with us today. And I just wanted to give him an opportunity to introduce himself, as you're going to see a lot of him. Um, and uh, so, Josiah, please let us know a little bit about you. Yeah. Um, so I uh, posted a video earlier on uh, Livestream Facebook introducing myself. Um, but just kind of go through those things again in case you're not on that or haven't seen that. Um, I am Josiah, as has been said. Uh, I go to school down in uh, Biola University in California, where I'm a biblical and theological studies major, uh, which is just a long way of saying I read the Bible a lot. Um, <laughs> um, I am entering my uh, final semester of college, um, and yeah, I had some summer plans to go to Israel, and that was canceled and done away with. And I texted Dan and was like, hey, you got any interest in having a summer intern? And Dan was super gracious and just going to let me do some stuff around here for the next few months. And I'm really, really excited about that. I can already know this church has a wonderful heart. And just the past few weeks already have been super fruitful. So excited to get to know you all better and get to, yeah, do this thing with you all in this unprecedented crazy time. I'm supposed to say the word unprecedented. Anyway. Amen. Hey, uh, church, would you extend your hands? We're going to pray for Josiah. We believe that this is not an accident that he's here during this time, that this is an appointed time by the Lord, that he has something to speak to him, but also something to speak through him. That as much as he is here to learn, we're also here to learn from him. Do you believe that, church? So would you extend your hands? Lord Jesus, we thank you for this mighty man of God. We thank you that you have placed him here, Lord, that his steps even now are confident on you jesus as he stands on the solid rock that is you jesus i pray that even now lord his heart would be open to what you want to speak to him but also his heart would be open to what you want to speak through him not only is he here to listen but he's also here to serve in a way that would teach us more about your son we thank you that he is a biblical scholar that he is a learning to 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 learn and, and to dive in deep into your word i pray that even those things that he minds from your word He'd be quick to share with us, Lord, that we would hear from this mighty man of God. Lord, encourage him and bless him. And even now, fill him. Fill him by the power of your Holy Spirit. Fill him to overflowing. Fill him, Lord, by your Spirit. And we pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 
Amen. All right. Well, let's worship the Lord.
God, with all the anxiety, with all the uncertainty going on in our world, I just pray that we would look to you, that we wouldn't try to figure it out on our own, that we uh, wouldn't be looking for answers in all the wrong places, but that we would come back to you, that we would ask how to view the situations, Lord, how to how to trust you more when everything might feel like it's falling apart. So we would just come back to the heart of it all, to the root of it all. I just thank you for that, God, because that's what I see happening. People are turning to you. Thank you, God. Oh uh-huh. 
forever and always. Oh, it's all about you. You're worthy of every song we could ever sing. Worthy of all praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever.
not be shaking. I will not be shaking. And I will build my life upon your love. It is a firm foundation. I will put my trust in you. this morning and as the words of some of the songs that we've sang this morning say God we just want to look to you Jesus we want to keep our eyes fixed on you Lord God, that our hearts would be in tune with your heart Lord would be filled with the Holy Spirit. And Lord, that when we come into situations that we just are so lost for words, Lord, and we're so lost for an answer and we're desperately seeking what the right thing is to do, Lord, that we would be slow to turn to the worldly things and quick to turn to you, to open our Bibles to pray, Lord, to get on our faces before you and humbler, humbly, humbly, humbly seek your face, to seek your presence, Lord, to seek the heart of God. Lord, would you give us wisdom? Lord, would you give us your vision for ourselves, for our neighbors, for our country, for our world. Lord, that our heart would be so in tune with your heartbeat, Lord, 
that everywhere we turn, all we see is how you see. All we hear is what you hear, Lord, and that our hearts would be broken. Lord, fill us with your love this morning, your compassion. Fill us to overflowing with your spirit, Lord. Fill us, continually fill us, Lord. So that everything that comes out of us, Lord, is a fruit. We love you, Lord Jesus. Help us in our weakness, Lord. Thank you. This morning, we have a couple of prayer requests that we want to pray over. First, we want to lift up Ray Mayer. His back is uh, hurting really badly today, and he's not able to move. Um, his mobility is suffering. And so, Lord, we just lift up our brother Ray to you this morning, and we just ask for a healing touch on his back right now, Lord, that his muscles would relax. Lord, that all of the tension and the binding up that's happening in his back right now would just be loosened. And Lord, that even as we're praying right now, that he would just feel that relaxation come over his back and that everything would be able to move freely, Lord. And we just pray over him right now. Lord, also we want to lift up um, somebody's asking for prayer for a trial that they're walking through in their family right now. And so, Lord, we just pray that your hand would be right in the middle of that, Lord, and that you would give peace and that you would give wisdom, Lord, that you would give words. Lord, our words are powerful, and they can damage and they can tear down or they can build up. And so, Lord, I just pray over words that would be exchanged and um, that would be said in the middle of that family trial, Lord. Lord, also, um, we have somebody that's asking prayer for their friend Austin. And so, Lord, we just lift up Austin to you right now, Father. Lord, whatever it is that he needs, Lord, would you just be the God that sustains? Would you be real to Austin right now, Lord God? Would your presence be manifest in his life, Jesus? Would you speak to him, Lord? Would you minister to his heart? And then also, lastly, we have a request to pray for someone's daughter, Sarah, um, had her wisdom teeth removed. And so, Lord, we just pray over the pain. Lord, we pray over any swelling, um, any complications. Lord, we pray for um, rapid recovery. Lord, we pray for no infection and no complications, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your healing over our friends this morning. God, would you just bless Pastor Dan as he brings the word this morning, Lord, and as he communicates your heart through his mouth, Lord. Would your words just fall on our softened hearts, and would there be life that springs from them this morning? In your precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Well, good morning, Life Spring. Good morning, Aunt Sonia. Good morning, Melanie. 
Good morning, Joneses. Good morning, Alan Kuykendall. Is that Pastor Randy that I see? Yeah, there's, good morning, Pastor Randy. You know, they were telling us with the online thing to, to make it short, and, and I get that. Our online attention span just isn't that long. But today, uh, we're, we're not going to rush this. Uh, we do have bathrooms available if you need that. Um, emergency, I, I get. Sometimes when you got to go, you got to go. Uh, Laura will make sure that the door is open uh, for you. But good morning, church. Good morning. I, I can't imagine, I don't know about you, but I, I can't imagine going through this season without Jesus. Oh, how we need Jesus. We need his wisdom. We need his guidance. We need him, his presence more than ever. I, sh I, I sang a, a short part of this song a couple of weeks ago in my sermon. It's been such an encouragement to me these past few weeks. If you know it, would you, you sing it with me? My hope is built on nothing less Than Jesus' blood and righteousness I dare not trust the sweetest frame But wholly lean on Jesus' name On Christ the solid rock I stand All other ground sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand when darkness seems to hide his face I rest on his unchanging grace in every high and stormy gale my anchor holds within the veil on Christ the solid rock I stand All other ground is sinking sand All other ground is sinking sand Sing it like you mean it On Christ the solid rock I stand All other ground Sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. Amen. Having Jesus in your life is so important. If you do not have Jesus in your life, if you're watching us here or in the parking lot today, and you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus as Lord and Savior, come to Jesus today. Give him your life. Turn to Jesus. He is willing to forgive you and give you eternal life with him forever. But to have Jesus in your life, to know that he's a sure foundation, but not just today, but he's a sure foundation as we move forward. It's so encouraging and comforting to my heart. Because listen, LifeSpring, we are moving forward. We are moving forward. In fact, I wouldn't want to go back even if we could. Because in Christ, our faith is always moving forward. In Christ, every day, always growing to become more like Him. 
Why would anyone want to go back? I'm, I'm thankful that even in our failures, even in our mistakes, even in those areas where we've fallen short, where we've missed the mark, by God's grace in Christ, we can move forward. Every circumstance, every situation, by the power of God's Spirit, there is always a holy and sacred opportunity to grow in Jesus. As we walk in humility, as we walk in repentance, the Holy Spirit is always ready, willing, and able to illuminate, to expose, to reveal areas where you and I have missed the mark. And even now, He is eager to teach us and to help us become more like Jesus. You know, this week, as people have raised their voices about the injustice, the inequality, the discrimination that black men and women face on a daily basis, the Lord, by His grace, He is opening our eyes and our ears. I'm thankful for that church. I'm thankful that He is opening our eyes and our ears. I'm thankful for the resources that I've dived into this past week. These resources that are showing me my biases and my blind spots. I'm, I'm thankful for the sober and spirit-filled conversations that I've had that, are, that have taken my brain and taken my heart not to old ways or old patterns of thinking, but by God's grace and by His love, He is opening new doors for me to hear and to see in new ways on a very serious issue. I hope you're doing the same because though the work is hard, it's very important and in many ways it has just begun. But God is good all the time. Praise the Lord, we are moving forward, amen. Well, whoever you are and wherever you are, I'm so happy you've joined us, whether in person or on Facebook, because I do believe, as I've prayed this week, that God has a word to encourage us all. In fact, if you have your phones or your tablets or even your Bible with pages in it, I'd encourage you to turn to Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. I believe he gave this verse to me to encourage you today. Philippians 1, verse 6 tells us this that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I want you to hear that today, Life Spring. He started a good work in you and he's faithful to complete it. He's the ultimate craftsman, right? He's the ultimate artist, faithful to finish what he started. But it's hard sometimes Right? It's, it's hard sometimes to believe in that promise. Why? Well, because we're actually living. Because of our own life experiences. Maybe you were cruising along on the fast lane or the fast track of life. But then maybe you made a mistake. Or, or maybe you said something or you did something. Or maybe something was said to you or done to you and, and it wasn't right. And it just hit you. Remember? I mean, it just hits you. Again, whether it was something you did or something that someone did to you. It jolted you. It stopped you. It caused you to stumble. You thought you were moving forward, going in the right direction. And then, bam, you got hit. It felt like the train derailed. Have you ever felt that way before? 
I've noticed that actions and words, or sometimes inaction and silence, it can feel like a punch to the gut. And it takes your breath away. You feel like you've lost your footing. And if that's you today, I just believe the Lord wants to encourage you that in many ways, the devil over the past few months, he's given you his best shot. Maybe he even used somebody very close to you in your life to do it. And maybe you've been tempted to believe it's all done, right? It's all over. You can't go any further. You've given up. You're ready to throw in the towel. I want to encourage you. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Because you're still standing on the solid rock Christ Jesus. And it's time to move forward. The devil's a liar. He's a liar. He lost his grip on you. Those accusations that he held against you, they've been paid in full on the cross. Yours is the victory in Christ. And by his spirit, you can move forward today and let him finish what he started. I'm so proud of you, church. As your pastor, as a shepherd, I'm proud of you, church, for continuing to run to Jesus, continuing to give the spirit permission to breathe on you, to give you the power to grow in Christ. I'm proud of you because I, I get it. It's not always easy. It doesn't always feel good. But it's always worth it. It's always worth it. As you stand on the solid rock, you are showing the world around you a new way to be human. It was a heavy week as your pastor because right now, not only in the world, but in our church, people are facing very serious issues. Whatever the issue is, you name it, somebody in our church is probably walking through it. Just this week, many of you were facing very serious economic issues. Many of you facing health issues, both physical and mental. Just this week, there were ER visits, there were hospital stays, there were multiple surgeries, you name it, you faced it. Many of you faced this week the pain of isolation. You faced the pain of marital issues. You faced the pain of racism. Again, you name it, and it feels like someone at LifeSpring is walking through it. And yet here you are. You're still standing, standing on the solid rock, Christ Jesus, moving forward in his name. And you know, some of what you're facing, it just all feels so intense. In fact, I don't want to break any pastor confidentiality here, but I've heard your stories and there's that human part of me that just thinks, how, how can you still be standing? And actually that's what I want to talk about today, the answer to that question. As I'm praying through that question, as I've thought about that question, the Lord keeps on bringing two phrases to mind. If you're taking notes, you might want to write this down. How are you standing? By His grace and by your faith. By His grace and by your faith. Ephesians 2.8, most of you have this one memorized. It simply tells us, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. 
So by grace, you're walking in salvation. By grace, as a new creation in Christ, as a born-again believer, you're giving this example. By God's grace, you're giving a world the example of rescue, of deliverance, of weak made strong, of dead things coming to life. Your, your life, by His grace, is a banner, is a testimony, is a supernatural display of salvation by His grace. And it's all through faith. As you put your trust, your hope, your very life into the hands of God. If you've ever been to a cemetery, you'll notice that some of the headstones, right? They, they have a saying on there, don't they? An engraving. If, if you don't know what to put on yours, here's a suggestion for you. I don't think you'd ever go wrong by putting simply this. Her life or his life was a life of faith lived by God's grace. A life of faith lived by God's grace. Dan's life, right? Everything he was, everything he had, it was all by the grace of God. As Dan put his hope, his trust, his everything, his faith in Christ. I don't have to convince you of this. We all understand that this season is a season that is in desperate need of God's grace. But it's also in desperate need of our faith. In fact, I'd think of it the opposite way. Just picture what all of this would look like. Void of God's grace and void of our faith. It's a terrifying picture. And so as a saved people, a born again people, again, it's so important that we show the world a new way to be human where we're moving forward, walking in faith all by the grace of God. Grace and faith. God's grace, our faith. Everybody say grace. 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 Amen. It's more than just something you say before you eat your meal. Grace. God's grace. The reality, I mean, let's be honest. The reality, God's grace is upon all of us. All of humanity. It's only by His grace that we as humans, however many billions of us are on this planet, it's only by His grace that we even have this day. And yet we also know as Christians, not only do we receive His grace, but as image bearers, we are conduits of His grace. Conduits, right? God's grace, it doesn't just cover us, but it permeates into us and it flows through us. In the Bible, we're told that as Christ followers, we are empowered by His grace. We are given spiritual gifts by His grace. And by His grace, we are given the faith to follow and obey His commands. Right now, our men's group is going through the book of Titus. I've enjoyed those times together on Thursday nights. We'd love for you to join us. But listen to what Titus says in chapter 2, verses 11 through 13. And pay attention to what he says about God's grace. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. But listen, church, God's grace teaches us to say no to ungodliness and no to worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, godly lives in this present age while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's so good. I, I hope you didn't miss it. It's saying that God's grace, this grace that offers salvation 
to everyone, to all people, this grace, it teaches us. It's teaching us to say no to ungodliness, no to worldly passions, but also this grace, God's grace is teaching us to say yes. Yes to self-controlled, upright, godly lives while we wait for the return of Jesus. And so in this season as Christians, we must not only receive His grace, but we must also live by His grace. By His grace, say no to succumbing to the evils of this world. And by His grace, say yes to the things of God. See, His grace, do you understand what I'm saying? His grace, it actually has the power to influence our words and our actions. So we must allow His grace to teach us how to walk through this season as men and women of God. But then I'd also say this about His grace, that by His grace, as you have received His grace, church, may we also give grace. Show grace. In our Bible reading plan this morning, we were in Ephesians chapter 4, and chapter 4 verse 32 tells us this, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Again, that we would be gracious toward others as God has been gracious toward us. Now I have a hunch that's a message this world just can't stand. <laughs> they, they can't stand the message of God's grace, and yet it is always the message of God's Word and God's Spirit. It is by grace you have been saved, and as He's been gracious to you, so you be gracious toward others. I'll let you know, live stream, that this week I have been a recipient of that grace from so many people, and wow, isn't it powerful when someone extends grace and forgiveness to you? Does anyone know what I'm talking about? When somebody shows you grace and forgives you, is there anything more powerful than that? So as you continue to navigate 2020, and oh, what a year 2020 has been, let's make the commitment to do that for others. By God's grace, be gracious toward one another. So this morning we stand by God's grace, but this morning we also stand by faith. Everyone say faith, faith, faith. We know in Hebrews 11, it tells us, verse six, that without faith, what? It's impossible to please God. He goes on to say, he goes, anyone who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is rewards those who earnestly seek him. I know it's so easy. It's just so easy to fall into the patterns of this world. It's so easy to get trapped into that worldly mindset. It's so easy to just to slip into that thinking, that way of acting, that way of speaking, where we are mere humans without faith. And yet, church, that's not who we are. We got to remember who we are. Church, let the Spirit right now remind you of who you are. The Bible says that we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We are God's special possession that we might declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness into wonderful light. We're a people of light, not of darkness. We're members of his kingdom, 
We're members of his kingdom. We are God's own special possession. We are a kingdom that consists of saved men and women all over the world. It's a community of faith that stretches throughout the nations. It's a community of faith that consists of people of different languages, different ethnicities, different cultures, all united in Christ to the bond of peace. Each one unique in our personhood. And yet we are united in the spirit. We are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ all over this world. And the body of Christ lives by faith. Faith in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I am so thankful for the global community of faith that is there to build me up in the faith. Don't you know, Lifespring, that we need to be built up in our faith by one another? Don't you know that the faith of another encourages our faith? I'm so encouraged by the faith of our brothers and sisters around the world. I'm encouraged by the faith of our missionaries in Kenya. God bless you, McIntyres, as you watch this today. They're living by faith in the midst of a very difficult, intense situation. I'm blessed by the faith of the LifeSpring churches in Ghana. God bless you. God bless you as you live by faith. They've been unable to meet. They've been unable to even have the funeral for Reverend Maxwell yet. And yet they are living by faith. I've been moved to tears this week inspired by those of you who are physically ill. Again, many at LifeSpring this week are sick and are hurting, and yet you're living by faith. Again, there are those of you who do not know how you are going to pay your bills, and yet even as you share the intensity of your situation, you tell me as your pastor, but pastor, I'm trusting in God. I'm believing he's good. My faith is in Jesus. There are those of you where racism is not just something that you see on a TV screen. It is the reality every day that you face and experience. And yet I've seen how in the midst of very devastatingly intense emotions and feelings, you are standing on the rock Christ Jesus and you are committing to declare from the depths of who you are, I will walk by faith. Life spring. Wherever you're watching this from, your faith is so encouraging to me. In Hebrews chapter 11, we're told that faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Hebrews 11 goes on to give a great record of men and women who lived by faith. But if you keep reading in chapter 12, this is what the author writes. He says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Listen, church, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and you will not lose heart. By God's grace and with an ever-increasing faith, we can run with perseverance the race marked out for us, 
We can fix our eyes on Jesus. We can keep laser, fix, uh, laser focused on Jesus. Even as situations, even as circumstances continue to be hard and challenging, we can stand on the solid rock Christ Jesus, and we do not have to grow weary, and we will not lose heart. By His grace and by our faith, we do not have to conform to the patterns of this world, but we will be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We will breathe in His Holy Spirit. We will allow Him to give us life. We will allow Him to reveal Him through us, in us, around us, on us, that the world around us would see that there truly is a new way to be human. We will live lives of faith by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And amen. I close by saying this, and Ryan, if you wouldn't mind coming back. As you choose to live this way, and it is a choice, no one will force you to live this way, but as you choose to live this way, many people will reject it. Many people. This has happened for hundreds and thousands of years where people will spit upon the grace of God and mock the faith of followers of Jesus. But do not grow weary. Come on. Do not grow weary and do not lose heart. Because I also believe this, that there are people, they'll see what you have. They'll see the life and the peace that you have and they will turn just like we have turned, they will turn and they will receive by grace, through faith, the salvation and eternal life that only Jesus can bring. So would you do this for me, Lifespring? Would you allow the Holy Spirit in this moment to continue to do the good work that he started in you? That as you keep standing on Jesus, this isn't the season for going back. It's not the season for going back to old ways or old patterns. It's a season of moving forward. Remember this, life spring, good things, healthy things, they grow. They grow. We want to be people who are growing because things that grow, they also produce fruit. And may this church be known as a place of good fruit. May your life be known as a life of good fruit. May God burn up anything that's not of Him. May His holy fire consume anything that is not of Him. And may our faith increase, increase as we move forward in His name. So again, I, I said we're not going to rush it today. We're going to go a little longer today. And I believe this is really important for us, church, because this is more than just a social club or a nonprofit organization. This is a place where God's Spirit dwells. This is a place where we live, move, and have our being in Him. So before we leave today, we want to truly receive from the Lord. We want to receive from His presence. We want to breathe in His life-giving Spirit to receive His powerful grace, that His grace would actually teach us here and now what to say yes to, but also what to say no to, and that we'd leave here full of faith. And so we're going to sing a few songs. We're going to take communion. If you can, we'd love for you to join us on the lawn. We just ask that you would wear a mask. If you don't have one, we have some available at the table. Socially distance yourself to protect yourself. We got plenty of room. But you can also stay in your car. That's absolutely fine. 
And you can sing if you want to, but I'd also say this, maybe this is also a time just to sit or stand quietly in his presence and allow him to minister to you, that you'd give his spirit permission to move in your life. Because if you will, if you ask him, he will. He's always faithful to finish what he started. So church, would you bow your heads with me? Holy Spirit, come fall upon us, even right now. Fall upon us. We open our hearts to you even now. Fall upon us, empower us, strengthen us, fill us, teach us, convict us, stretch us, Lord, grow us, Lord, move us forward, Lord. We call upon your name, believing you are faithful to answer. We call upon your name, believing you are faithful to respond. We call upon your name because we believe you are faithful to finish the good work that you started. So Holy Spirit, fall fresh on us today. Holy Spirit, fall fresh on us today. We move forward as we stand on the solid rock, Christ Jesus, our Lord. We receive from you today as we stand on the solid rock, Christ Jesus, our Lord. And it's in the name of Jesus, all God's people pray. Amen. Amen. Give us ears to hear. And I... 
truth like this as individuals there's something powerful also as us declaring this truth as a body of Christ because none of us do this alone there are no lone rangers in the kingdom of God we stand together even though we're in a midst of a pandemic where we have to socially distance we are not alone we stand together in this united in Christ but remember we're united in Christ Christ in Christ. So we're going to sing this one more time just with our voices and as we cry out, would we be desperate as a body, desperate for Him, knowing that we are lost without Him. Lord, hear your church's cry this morning. I'm desperate for you. And I, I'm lost without you, we're lost without you, we're desperate for you, oh, we're lost without you. morning church good morning to all of you out here this morning it's good to see your faces <laughs> so we're about to participate in communion this morning and for those of you joining us by Facebook uh, you're more than welcome to use whatever bread and juice you already have at home and if you're here at our drive-in service the communion kit it works in two parts uh, you pull off the top part and We'll take the bread, but as we participate in this profound symbolism, the reference text for this morning comes from 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 26. And I won't read it, but the bread represents Christ's broken body to make us whole. And so let us pray as we partake. God, I thank you for your body, Lord. I thank you that as we eat this bread, God, as Pastor Dan talked about grace this morning, 
We receive your grace to meet whatever need we have in our lives, both as individuals and as the body of Christ. Let's take And it says in the same way he took the cup and he blessed it, his blood represents the payment for our sins. And God, I thank you that your grace is still sufficient for us today, God. That you are, it's still good news, Lord. That your blood still has power today, God. And so as we take this cup, we partake of the price that you paid for us. Let's drink. And at this time, we'll go back into a time of worship. Thank you for joining us this morning. Let's sing along.
song this morning. But again, I just feel like this is so much more about God speaking to us than us speaking. I, I get there's a time for that, but I believe that there's a ministry happening right now. It's a ministry, and it's not just for this moment. It's for your future. It's for tomorrow. It's for the next day that he wants to even now minister to you in a way that is tangible, that is powerful, and effective. It's not just like a Snickers bar that gives you a temporary sugar rush. And he wants to do something in you that's deeper. God, do something deeper in my heart today. Right? I, I don't want a band-aid. I want something that goes deeper. So again, God, just minister our hearts today.
church to be strong and healthy in you, Jesus, because you've called us for such a time as this. It's not an accident that we're alive today. Empower us, Lord. And God, you're so good. Lord, break our hearts for what breaks yours. Lord, give us the mind of Christ. Lord, give us the attitude of Christ. Lord, that we would walk in humility, that we would walk in repentance. Lord, that we would not be blind, but we would see with new eyes of faith, new ears of faith, see and hear what you are doing, Lord. That we would see that you are on the move and we would participate and be participants in what you are doing, Lord. That we would grab a hold of that ministry that you are doing in this land, that you are doing in this world. That we would grab hold of what you are doing. God, your heart is for us and not against us, God. You are that we would come together and not be divided. You tore down that wall of hostility. You broke down the walls. You made a way not only for a vertical relationship, but for a horizontal relationship. You made peace with God, but also peace with our brothers and sisters. So God, by your goodness, rain down upon us again. And we shout out the goodness of God. Come on, church, declare it like you mean it. And God, you're so good. And God, you're so good. From the top of our lungs, God, you're so good. 
in your grace and mercy. You are good, you're good to me. Amen, church. God is so good. And you know, we say these verses at the end of every service, and I just feel like as we say them again today, that if we could just really put our faith into what this says, that God is able to do immeasurably more than what we ask or even imagine. And so this morning, as we say it, God, we just, that is the plea of our heart this morning. God, would you do more than what we could ever imagine, Lord? Would you just send your spirit to just flow and move and be powerful and blow the wind of the Holy Spirit all over the place, Lord, and just, yes. would you just work, God? Would you work? Yes. Lord, would you do it? Yes. Do it. Yes. Yes. Would you guys join with me as we yes. say this this morning? Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power, that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Be blessed today, life spring. Let God do it. Amen? Amen. All right. Oh, we have a gift for you as you leave today. As you exit out the gate, please stop and pick up your gift. Be blessed.